Good evening, everybody. We're excited you're here with us on this Wednesday evening. Hey, we're going to talk about thoughts, imaginations, and emotions, and controlling uh, fear. Uh, the one thing that has really surprised a lot of people is that the body of Christ is fragile. We don't know who we're supposed to be. We don't know how to act. We don't use our faith. We don't control our emotions. Uh, fear is uh, it's fake evidence appearing real. And so it will, it fear affects you, but let's go back to second Timothy one, seven. A lot of people are quoting this scripture and a lot of people are putting it before you, but I, I want to just look at it. And then I want to break some stuff down for God has not given us a spirit of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear. Fear does not come from God. So God has not given us a spirit of fear, but God has given us power and love and a sound mind. So the power comes from the Holy Spirit. God is love himself, 1 John 4, 7 and 8, uh, the power of the Holy Spirit. You shall receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you in Acts 1, 8, and then a sound mind. So I want to talk about a sound mind. You know, I've seen people highly educated lose their mind. I've seen people uneducated lose their mind. That has nothing to do with what, what you know, your education. It's about what you believe. It's who you are in Christ Jesus. It's knowing who you are. And so it's time to be a believer. It's time to trust God. It's time to trust in him and his word and what he said and ask the Holy Spirit to come and give you power over your thoughts. How about that? So I want to go to Matthew 6, 25 through 32. If you want to go there and read it, I'm not going to read it all, but I want to remind you. Uh, it says, take no thought or worry about life, food, clothes, adding height to yourself. You know, it says, if God takes care of the sparrow, if his eyes on the sparrow, have you ever seen that? Uh, his own you, if he if he clothes the the lily, if he if if God takes care of the bird, come on, God's gonna take care of you. And then Matthew 6:33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. It didn't say get saved and everything's gonna be cool. Everything's gonna be candy and you know, and cake and and with icing on it, it said, seek the kingdom of God. Christian, every day we've got to put the kingdom of God out before us. That's why we're supposed to get into the word. That's why we're supposed to pray. We're putting God before us We're putting and we're putting fear behind us. And so you need to recognize the kingdom of God is not doubt, worry, fear, or stress. That's not the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is, is power, love, and the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. So, so, so look at, let's keep, let's keep looking because uh, the word of God gives us some answers and maybe you've never looked at them like this, but it's time to wake up. You know, I'm going to push you a little bit today. So second Corinthians 10, three says, for we walk not in the flesh. That means by our own strength, by our own mental capacity. We don't walk by our flesh. Uh, we do not war according to the flesh. You know, you can't beat this virus with a hammer. You cannot pick up a hammer and beat the coronavirus and beat it down and kill it. Huh? And you cannot stop fear. Huh? Unless you change your thoughts. And so we're, we're going to break some of this down. For we do not war uh, according to the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. I mean, fleshly again. Uh, they're not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. 
Strongholds. A castle would be a stronghold. How I many you know that you can have a stronghold in your mind? You can have a stronghold. Somebody did something to you that hurt you and you build up a stronghold and you've said, I'm never going to let that happen to me again. I'm going to keep that. And if somebody starts acting like they're going to do that, you put that wall up and you react and you jerk and yell and scream because you don't want to have that. Or you have strongholds that nobody likes me. Nobody likes me. Nobody likes me. I've had people say, I'll never get married. I'll never get married. That's a stronghold that's building up in their mind. Or, or I can't be well, I can't be well, or I can't get saved. I've had people say that I cannot be saved because I have done too bad. The blood of Jesus, is, is, is the, it's powerful enough to save anybody and everybody. So those are, are strongholds, and their vain imaginations are strongholds. And they, so in verse 5, in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, it says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. This is the knowledge of God. You have to cast down vain imaginations, imaginations that do not line up with the word. They're, they're imaginations that come into your, your thoughts. You know, somebody said years back that you can't keep a thought from running through your mind, but you can keep it from staying there. Just like a bird will fly over your head, but if he lands on your head and starts building a nest, you've got to do something. And so wrong thoughts and, and bad imaginations, you need to, to, to bind them and get them out because that's what the uh, it says. I'm going to read it again and finish it. Casting down imaginations and high things that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing everything are bringing every thought into the captivity and obedience to Christ, bringing every thought. Come on. So let's, let's look. Thoughts, imaginations, emotions, and feelings can be good or bad. If they're good, you run with them. If they're bad, you take them captive. You take them captive and, and, and you bind and chain and get it out. You, you, you get it out, but you replace it with the promise of God. You, re, you replace it with the word of God. You, re, you find where if you need peace, if, if it's peace that you need, the Bible says that God gives us peace that passes understanding. Peace is shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken. Hey, got peace. I'm good. I've got God's peace. Not man's peace, but God's peace. So, so it, thoughts, emotions, imaginations can be good or bad. And so we need to control them. So let's talk just for a minute. Let's see. Uh, seeing and hearing things produce thoughts. Okay. You see something, you hear something, you get a thought. Thoughts produce imaginations and affect your emotions. A bad thought, how about a horror movie? Man, now you've got these crazy thoughts. You've got these wild imaginations. You see somebody looking through the mirror, and when it gets dark, fear grips you because you have thought, you have imagined, uh, and now it's affecting your emotions. You begin to tremble. See, emotions are God-given, but uh, emotions are good when controlled. Uh, God has emotions, but you have to feed your thoughts and your imaginations with God's word, not worry and fear, not worry and fear, not being afraid of things. And, uh, we've got to cast down these imaginations, uh, this coronavirus. What are we going to do? My job, what are we going to do? The, is there going to be enough food? Where are we going to find toilet paper? You know, come on, get a grip, breathe. Get into God's word. Come on. This is a shaking for that, that, you know, when Peter was captured and was going to be beheaded, going to be killed, 
They'd already killed another disciple. That woke the church up. Do you know? Do you think this? The devil's trying to 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 bring fear. The king killed that disciple, and then he goes, "Well, hey, everybody's happy about it. I'm going after Peter now, and I'll take care of Peter." Well, the church began to pray. Shouldn't we begin to pray? If you haven't been praying, it's time for you to start praying. If you haven't been in the Word of God, it's time to get in the Word of God. Um, Listen, our emotions, uh, your emotions came from God. God's a, God's a God of love. God's a God of joy. God get, is, is happy, but God's not, guess this, God is not moved by emotions. The Bible says that Jesus is our high priest and he's touched by the feelings of our infirmities. If, you know, if you're hurt, he, it hurts him. If you cry, uh, he cries with you, but he is not moved by your crying. Do you know, uh, it's like a child. If, if, if your child throws a fit and you give in to him, you're giving in to the wrong emotions. He's training you. So you have to tell your children to stand up. Let's talk about this. And let's, let's, let's do according to what I'm telling you. And, and it, you know, you, you'll get this when we get home, but you're not going to throw a fit about it in the store. You know, you, you, kids throw fits and this and that and the other. I've seen people look down the aisle and see some, a kid laying on the floor throwing a fit and they just go to the next aisle. Listen, we can break down and cry, yes, but you can have a moment, as, as one of, uh, of our godly people says, but you can't have the moment, have you? Uh, so, so what we've got to do is we've got to learn that God is not moved by emotions. He's moved by faith. Ooh, Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hope is in the realm of your imagination. You see something, oh, I like that car. I'm going to save up and buy that car. That's hope. You don't have it, but you're pursuing. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Whatever you hope for, if you hope for, if you find something in this word and that you, oh, wait a minute, that's for me. I don't have it, but I can have it. I don't have peace, but I can pursue the peace of God. And so faith pursues. And so if you read in Hebrews 11, Hebrews 11, 6, now without faith, it's impossible to please God. So we have to develop our faith. I, I want to tell you something that, that we'll be talking about more, but did you know that God has given to every man, woman, child, the measure of faith? You have faith. It's not your faith. It's his faith that he imparted unto you. Matter of fact, I believe all the gifts of the Spirit and the fruits of the Spirit, especially the fruits of the Spirit, uh, are dropped in you, or the gifts too, but you have to develop all of them. Love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness, meekness, uh, long, all those things you have to develop. They're in you. They, they came in you when you were born again. The Spirit of God brought them in. That's the characteristics of God. So as we look at this, I want you to begin uh, to, to recognize that, that you're going to have to battle. You've got to find some hope in the Word of God. Hope lies in the realm of thoughts, imaginations, and emotions. And you need to develop your thoughts after the word of God. Then you start recognizing, you know what? That's what God said. God said, I can have that. That's what I want. And you pursue it. It's not something you go buy at Walmart or at, at the grocery store or at, at, at a, 
anywhere is something you pursue from the word of God and you develop in your heart and in your life. It's what you believe. It's what you know. You believe it until you know it. That's when it becomes faith. Faith is a knowing and adhering to, a believing in. I know that I know that I'm a child of God. I know that I'm saved and I know God's going to take care of me. And I want to read just a little bit more here. Uh, you know, Zechariah answered and said, the, the word of the Lord came to him, not by might, nor by power, not by man's strength, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Uh, we battle in the realm of faith and believing God. That's how you battle the things that the enemy brings and all this fear and all this torment that's coming. Remember, fear is, is fake uh, evidence uh, that appears real. And that's a pretty good definition because I've seen people afraid of, of, of silly things, you know, and, and what is fear about? Well, we'll get in that just for in a minute. I want to look at Ephesians 6, 10 through 12, and I'm going to read it in the message. Somebody sent this to me and I just thought I would share it to you. I know the King James says, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's good in the King James, but I want you to read it in both. And I want you to look at and listen to this. And that about wraps it up. And, and King James says, finally, my brethren, God is strong and he wants you strong. King James says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So take everything the master has set before you. Well-made weapons of the best material. We're talking spiritual weapons. Let me read it again. And that about wraps it up. God is strong and he wants you strong too. So take everything the master has set out for you. Well-made weapons of, best, of the best material. And put them to use so you'll be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. Do you know God and Jesus aren't in a fight with the devil? You are. Wake up. You're in a fight with the devil. But God has given you weapons to defeat his lies and to defeat him in the name of Jesus. And the name of Jesus is one of those weapons. But we're going to look at some others right here and put these weapons to use. And you will be able to stand against everything the devil throws your way. The King James, says, King James says the wiles of the devil. You'll be able to stand against everything the devil throws against you. This is no afternoon athletic contest like we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is world changing, this, this, this virus that's going on. This is something that we'll always remember. Our children and grandchildren will remember this. For this is for keeps. Life or death. It's a life or death fight. To the finish. Against the devil and all his angels. Huh? This is a fight. And so, you know, I want you to think about this. This is for keeps. This is a fight. There are people dying. But guess what? There are more people living. And there are more people that are, that are beginning to trust God and believe God. Did you know that there are 100 scriptures that promise healing for you? Healing over plague diseases? 100. How many do you know? Well, you need to get, your, you need to get some bullets in your gun. You need to get, some, 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 get your, your weapon sharpened. 
This is the sword of the spirit, the sword of the spirit right here. And so this is for keeps. And, and so what I want to, did you know Jesus has victory over death? As a Christian, if I die, guess what? I'm going to heaven. If I die of a sickness, I'm going to heaven. If I die of cancer, I'm going to heaven. If I die in a plane crash, I'm going to heaven. If a spider bites me and I die, I'm going to heaven. If a snake bites me and I die, I'm going to heaven. If an elephant steps on me and I die, I'm going to heaven. Put death off. Come on. Death does not rule over us anymore. I'm living. I want to live. I want to do the things of God. I want to live and be fruitful and have joy and peace. But guess what? If something happens and I and I mess with my radio and run off a road, hit a tree and die, boom, I'm going to heaven. So get that settled in your heart. Say it with me. I'm going to heaven. When I die, I'm going to heaven. I'm not wanting to die today nor tomorrow. I have things to do. But if I do, ha ha, I'm going to heaven. I'm going to have joy, peace, and I'm going to have a glorious time. The goodness of God is all in heaven. So let's look. See, that's, that's something that I'm, I teach is that you need to put death away. You know, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not that we don't respect it. It's not, but we don't have to fear it. Come on. Let me finish reading. Ephesians 6, 13 through 18, and we're going to close with this. Be prepared. When you're not afraid to die, you're getting prepared. You're prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. That's not, oh, wait, wait, wait. I just want to recognize that this is bigger than you. Take all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued you know, somebody said, you don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Well, you know what? You can't face the devil on your own. Look what? Take every weapon that God uh, has issued so that when it's over, all over but the shouting, hallelujah, you're still on your feet. Come on. When this thing's over, we're all going to be still standing and we're still going to be shouting and we're going, I survived. I had a friend of mine survive. Um, uh, he got bit by mosquitoes and got the West Nile virus. And just like now, you take the test and you don't know if you got it for five or six days and people, ah, and he took the test on a Monday and on a Friday, he was feeling better. And they called him and said, you've got the West Nile virus. He says, not anymore. I defeated it. I won. So, so, so hear me, God will give you strength in your body. God will give you strength in your mind. But listen to this. Take all these weapons. Take all the help you can get. Take God's weapons. The uh, truth, that's the belt. Righteousness, breastplate. Peace, come on, it's on your shoes. Faith, that's your shield. Salvation, that's your helmet. And more, and, 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 and these are more than words. These are real on the inside of us. Learn how to apply them in your life. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. This word of God is the weapon that you fight against the enemy. So it's time to learn. It's time to get your promise book out. Dust it off. The one your grandma gave you back in the day. Dust that promise book off. Google promises. Put them in your heart, in your mind. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. You need to pray these promises. Now, I'll give you an example. And you pray hard and you pray long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up. 
and no one falls behind or drops out. So encourage people. Encourage people with these words. Encourage people to listen to this. So, so how do you take these promises? We put on our Facebook page here at Legacy Church, Psalms 91. You need to memorize it. You need to put it in your heart. People quote it because it talks about viruses, disease germs, plagues. But Psalms 91, and the way you read it, in the, in, in, and it reads in the King James, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty, and he will say of the Lord. And when you read it like that, it's like somebody over there. But you need to read it, I dwell in the secret place of the Most High God, and I abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Well, Pastor, I don't feel like I'm there. Well, you know what? You need to start saying it and walking in it because it's been given to you. That's who you are. You walk with God. You're a child of God. Christian, you're a child of God. Wake up. And if you're not a child of God, become one. So I dwell in the secret place of the Most High God. I abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I say of the Lord, He's my God, my fortress, and Him do I trust. He has delivered me from the snare of the fowler, from the north and pestilence. Under His wings do I trust. I'm not afraid of the terror by night, the air that flies by day, the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. Only with my eyes shall I behold and see the reward of the wicked, because I have made the Lord my refuge, even the Most High God my habitation. Mm-mm. That stirs you up. And it says, no plague. No plague comes near my dwelling. No plague. Say it with me. No plague. God promised no plague. Plague. In Jesus' name. Now, you know what? There's plenty of people that that are was sick in the Bible, but they well, they got a plague. Well, they got healed. So, so don't run. Don't run. Don't worry. It doesn't matter what happens. God's got you. God's got you. So let me pray over you. Father, we thank you uh, for everybody listening. We thank you, Lord God, that you just pour out your grace and mercy on them, your strength, their empowerment. Lord God, that you stir them up. Uh, to get into the Word, to get in the promises of God, to believe you, to trust in you, to, to adhere to you, Lord God, that you're their God, that Jesus is their Savior, Father, that you're our Father, that you're our God, and we just honor you and praise you, Lord, for all you're doing. Even through this midst of all this crisis, we thank you for victory, victory that's in Jesus' name. So we thank you for the victory in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless y'all. Be blessed. And uh, we'll be putting some more out for you, and especially Sunday. Look for us at 10 o'clock. God bless you.